transit. The way we get from point A to point B. It's been in the Milwaukee news cycle a lot recently, whether it's over what to do with the hop. They have had a very difficult time securing federal funding, which is where a large portion of the funding would come from to expand the hop. To the continued discussions of I-794. F*** that, you know, we tore down a freeway and the world noticed. And the always popular. Fix the damn roads. No matter which way you get around, the idea that getting around quickly by any means desired is one that many would argue shouldn't be controversial. But as with anything, there are a lot of factors at play. Peter Park is the former city planner for Milwaukee, who recently held the same position in Denver. He spoke at a recent 794 public forum and had a quote that stuck with me since then. If we are this country that talks about choice and freedom of choice, why would we design a city that limits the choice and dependency on one mode of travel? So, taking that concept of freedom of travel choice, I expanded it to statewide travel. On a recent trip to visit friends in La Crosse, I decided I would get there by alternative means. Amtrak's Empire Builder first served customers in 1929 as the flagship train of the Great Northern Railway. It currently operates two lines between Chicago and both Seattle and Portland, serving up to 38 stations along the way depending on the route. One of those is the Milwaukee Intermodal downtown, where I hopped on about 15 minutes behind my scheduled 4.45 departure time. Tickets out and ready for the conductor to scan. Do not hop on board the train until your ticket is scanned. Got it? Yes. Yes. Only two people got it? No. <laughs> We're in education. Can so I get it for somebody else? Can I get it for somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, at least Amtrak employees have a sense of humor. After boarding the Superliner, I took stock of my immediate surroundings and quickly noticed a key difference between train and air travel. So we departed the intermodal station about five minutes ago. And the first thing you notice when you ride one of these trains is just how much leg room you have, even in the coach car. For reference, I'm six feet tall. And I could easily stretch my legs in front of me and still have room to spare. The extra leg room wasn't the only thing I noticed. The food and beverage situation also caught my attention. An added benefit for train travelers in Wisconsin, you can carry on any kind of drink you want. So even though this is technically a work assignment, I think I'm okay to have just one. After cracking that cold one open though, I was quickly reminded of one of the golden rules of public transportation. The crying baby always finds you. So it seemed like a good time to make a trip to the Empire Builder's dining car. And due to Amtrak's communal seating policy, I was seated across from Kevin and Moa, a couple from Sweden making a trip to the Twin Cities. I was here as, as an exchange student in 2016, so, and I got really good connections with my family uh, in, in Minnesota. So now I'm going back to visit them. During our shared meal of Amtrak's famous flat iron steak, I was offered a unique European perspective on rail travel. The biggest part that plays a role is um, the environment. We care a lot about the environment in Sweden, where I'm from. Most people say, like, yeah, I do this because uh, going with my car is bad for uh, the climate and stuff like that. And the government just pumps in money into the good, good trains and good buses and good services because they care about the climate. 
Does that seem like such a foreign concept to just have a vehicle and use that as your primary mode to get around? I mean, you can do like get where you want to go and take detours and stuff, but then you have to stay up and drive and then sleep somewhere. Speaking of sleep, after parting ways with Kevin and Moa, I headed back to my coach seat, took a quick power nap, and woke up as we rolled into the Lacrosse Amtrak Depot. About 20 minutes delayed, but we rolled into Lacrosse about 8:30. It's about what I was expecting. So so far, I'd say we've beaten the old Amtrak delay stereotypes. Ah, oh, me and my big mouth. In the first part of this report. I mentioned one of the rules with public transportation is that the crying baby always finds you. The second rule of public transportation is to always sign up for text alerts from whichever mode of travel you're choosing. I definitely did not regret this decision for this trip. Just 12 hours after stepping off my westbound train, my phone receives a message. Due to heat-related speed restrictions along the route, Empire Builder Train 8 and Train 28 will experience lengthy delays. Four hours later... Your train has stopped east of Haver, Montana due to a disabled freight train on the tracks ahead. Sunday at 3.34 a.m. Due to the late operation of your train, the crew has expired their hours of service and is stopped east of Glasgow, Montana. By the time we reached Sunday's scheduled 11.37 a.m. departure time, the train was delayed by over 11 hours, with a scheduled arrival time at the Milwaukee Intermodal of 1.44 a.m. Monday morning. I was able to follow a link and schedule a Coach USA bus to take me home and arrived back in Milwaukee around 8.50 p.m. Sunday night. But not everyone was so lucky. At least one passenger at the lacrosse station was denied access to the bus because he didn't know that the delay was as long as it was and did not have a ticket purchased for the Coach USA trip. It all comes back to the main question. How can a mode of transportation be delayed by almost half a day and how can it be deemed a common occurrence? Amtrak's website has its own dedicated page describing the many different reasons their trains may be delayed and indicates the primary reason is due to trains that aren't theirs on the same tracks. Usually, it's what we call freight train interference. That's when our trains are delayed by slower freight trains ahead of us. The stretch of the Empire Builders Wisconsin Rail is owned by Canadian Pacific, which did earn an A-plus grade on the Amtrak Host Railroad Report Card for 2022 but the majority of the route is operated by the Burlington Northern and Santa Fe Railway, which scored a bit lower with a B grade. But the host rail concept only tells part of the story. On that route, there's a lot of things that can happen. Bob Johnston is a longtime passenger rail correspondent for Trains Magazine. During the pandemic, Amtrak put a lot of its long-distance train equipment away as a cost-saving measure to save on brake inspections and rebuilds when ridership was at its lowest. Amtrak has not, despite what they say, they have not prioritized returning this equipment to service. So that means if there is no spare equipment and there's a mechanical problem, then the train can't leave the station or becomes disabled en route. Other impacts like heat stress on the rails themselves or obstructions can also delay trains. And then there's hours of service. Remember that text I said I got about the crew expiring their hours in Glasgow, Montana? 
Well, I got an explanation on what that means from David Allen, a longtime author for the publication Railway Age. A member of the crew cannot work more than 12 hours, literally to the second from the time they report. So when you hit 12 hours, the train is dead where it stands. All of these different reasons for delays, coupled with the red tape that usually accompanies transportation, can often leave the passenger feeling powerless, especially for those in rural communities, who, for a large portion of their population, Amtrak provides a primary way to get from place to place. My message to people in these towns is the only people who can save these trains are your elected officials. Tell your story, tell them loud, tell them long, and never stop. Otherwise, you'll lose your trains. So at least for now, it seems Amtrak and the Empire Builder have a long way to go before most people will be taking the rails to cross the Badger State. Adam Roberts, WTMJ News.